This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Laura, are you going to get some cowboy boots for 2024? If Beyonce's doing it, I'm going to be doing it. Um, probably won't stretch to your gold ones that you've got, though, because they love you. They are hideous. I can't believe you hate them. Smithy, how you been? I'm not seeing you in a minute. How are you? I know. Do you know what, guys? We had one week off recording, and Laura, I feel like I haven't seen you in like a year. I miss you. How are you? It has been ages. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm a little bit... um social batteried out but i'm fine i've uh had lots of people over to say which has been lovely i've loved it genuinely mm. loved it but i'm also really ready to have my house back and um be on my own in a dark room <laughs> for a very 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 <laughs> very 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 long time the introvert in me cool so i'm not i'm i'll see you in october <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll fit you in then i think i'll be all right by then oh mate was it nice to show off the house though because i just feel like it was probably great to have everyone around the show them it's just nice that we actually have a spare room mm. so people can stay rather than just having a blow-up bed in the middle of my dressing room floor <laughs> so that is just lovely to be like have a bed actually have some comfort mm. and not worry about it deflating in the middle of the night so yeah all good i feel just super cute oh babes i'm so pleased no drums how are things with you yeah all good i think i'm, I'm not necessarily social battery doubt i still think that i'm a little bit burnt out mate i think oh yeah i was a silly goose at the end of last year i was such a silly goose and I think I'm still a little tiny bit burnt out, but I'm just being good now. I'm I'm trying to sort of scale back on everything that I can, which is nice, minus seeing friends and family because that's how I actually recharge my batteries. But yeah, just I think I've admitted defeat and I'm like, no. <laughs> good, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I've only been telling you for like months and months. I know. This is it, you have. And 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 like my mum and my family are like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, no, 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 I have to do it. I have to do all of these things. Have to, have to, have to. Why? Why? So silly. So I've learned my lesson and that's a lesson to everybody else. You can't do it all. And having half an hour off a week of life is not enough. <laughs> not the one. Not the one. It's not the one. <laughs> but no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a bit more positive because one spring on this way and I feel like this year, Laura Adlington, last year was the year of Barbie. This year is the year of country music and cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, mate, I am so buzzing. Mate, mate, I am. I, I am obsessed with this song. I'm. It's not going to be long before TikTok and IG reels ruin it because everyone's going to be using the audio. But this ain't Texas. It'll hold them. 
Man. Mate, Beyonce, like, Beyonce, what did you do? It's such an earworm. So, so I had great. it all in my head and then like the other night we went to bed, it's about 11 o'clock, I was getting the washing out, Matt had gone up to bed before me and I was like, Alexa, I'm playing Beyonce, Texas Hold'em. It was like on full volume, Matt texted me like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dancing in my kitchen like a cowgirl, like, wee! Mate, Love that song. And I'll so be honest good. with you, I'm going to get hate for this, but I did not like the last album that much, but this is a bit of me. I don't, mate, I don't even remember the last album, unless it was Lemonade. I don't remember it. So. Renaissance. Oh, Lemonade was iconic. Lemonade was and iconic. I feel like it went a bit downhill from there. Um, just not my kind of music, really. I don't but think I, love I loved a Renaissance. But either way, Beyonce doing country, guys. We didn't. It wasn't on my 2024 bingo card list. Nope. But nope. it will now be my 2024. And... Yeah. Uh, Two things. One is that that song was clearly not built for people with high voices because I can't sing it <laughs> at all. So I get to like the, the in a text, I say, hold on. So bring your cards down, 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 down. Can't sing. <laughs> can't literally get it. Oh, I love it. Bet, as an alto. Yes, as I'm an alto, I feel like you sound really sultry and great. Can we get you to do it though? <laughs> down, 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 down. What the fuck? You sound so <laughs> Oh my god! I'm so jealous. So I was convinced I'm an alto now or a tenor. I'm like, no. so bring your cars down, 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 down. <laughs> yeah, it was bad the first time. You didn't need no, to repeat just it. To confirm. But anyway, let's move on from that to uh, Laura. Are you going to get some cowboy boots for 2024? If Beyonce's doing it, I'm going to be doing it. Um, probably won't stretch to your gold ones that you got. I can't though, believe you hate love them. you, love you, and Lottie. They are hideous. I cannot. Do you know what? I cannot. I cannot comprehend that you don't like them. They are guys. I bought. If you know Lottie, as in Lottie Dryden, Lottie, she bought these gold cowboy boots, and they were like, "Oh my god, I couldn't stop thinking about them." So as soon as my January spending ban was done, I bought them. Laura doesn't like them. They're hideous, mate. I think they're sensational. Not a fan, but I mean, I think if you're trendy and fashionable, fine. I think I'm just boring, so. <laughs> trendy and fashionable oh, fine. but i love you for saying <laughs> this is the thing with like you and lottie though and like other people mm. that like are really colorful and like fashionable and so, like i look i i think it looks great on you mm. i just it would not just be not it's just not for me that's okay. it but different horses for different courses hey did you see what i did there sure. the nice 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 i'll just take it, it. Did you get it? Did but you get I it? will get you in a pair of cowboy boots this year. Maybe they could okay. be nude or black. Oh yeah, I'll go nude. I like a nude cowboy. A, a nude boot. cowboy yeah. boot. I think oh, that would yeah. look great with maybe like a denim dress. Or is that too much? No, love that. Oh. Love that. I would. I will stop at a cowgirl hat okay. though. No cowgirl hats. Fine. Too much. Too gimmicky. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day 
at sax.com. This is a paid ad from BetterHelp. Smithy, I feel like I already know the answer to this question, <laughs> but I want to know, do you struggle to find the time to do things that you want to do? Yes, yes. And I... <laughs> Shockingly, yes, I do. <laughs> and I think I'm probably not alone in this, but, you know, we try and fit everything in and it's all to sort of please other people and, and do the things that, you know, you sort of need to do. And the kind of the wants to do or, or the joyful bits kind of fall by the wayside. And that's that's not my favourite. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know so many people wish that we had more time in general, but could also make those special things, those lovely things that bring us joy and happiness more of a priority as well. Definitely. Yeah. But it's really hard to do because like life gets in the way, but like you said, it is so important. And actually like therapy can be a really good way to find out, I think what matters to you and help you prioritize it so you can do more of it. Yeah, mate. And when I did therapy a few years ago, I had to do the things that sort of brought me joy one thing every day. And at that time I was so low that that felt like a, a mountain to climb. But just doing that, I realized all those things that I like. And one of them was actually going out for a walk and listening to a podcast, which sounds so simple, but actually it brings me a lot of joy and it's a good headspace moment. But it was doing therapy that one made me realize that I loved that and two made me make it a priority. So yeah, if you're thinking of starting therapy, we definitely recommend giving BetterHelp a try. One of the best things is that it's all online. So it's really easy to fit into your schedule. You just need to fill in a quick questionnaire and you'll be matched to a registered therapist. They have over a thousand therapists in the UK already with a huge variety of expertise in mental health. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash go love. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash go love. Okay, guys, just a bit of a trigger warning here. Um, I am very squeamish and we do talk a little bit about surgery right at the beginning. So if you are equally squeamish as me and you don't want it, you can skip past that. It is going to be at the beginning of the chat and the rest of the episode should be fine. But we just wanted to give you a bit of a trigger warning on that. Right, today's episode, guys, this is something that I want to talk about on social media for weeks. And I keep writing stuff down and I keep going to press posts and then something keeps stopping me. And I, do you know what I think it is? I think it's because... This is a topic that is sensitive and also it's just not something you can put in an Instagram caption or in a few story frames. I think it needs to be like more of an in-depth discussion. Um, oh, I'm making it out sound really serious. It's actually quite not. Um, basically, I don't know if any of you have seen, but Olivia Atwood, who she was a Love Islander and she's a presenter and she's got a new show out on ITVX, which is called The Price of Perfection. So there's five episodes in the series and each one focuses on different areas of the body where, where people are getting these kind of tweakments and treatments done. So it's face, boobs, bums, vaginas, and then the penis. My imaginary penis in the last episode was not comfortable. Let me tell you, that was a tough watch. The whole thing though was a tough watch and it's kind of made, it's brought to the forefront basically some concerns I have around this growing trend about people putting things in their faces and their bodies to kind of conform and to look a certain way. And I have a lot of feelings about it and they're complex and they're nuanced and I don't want to be judgmental because I genuinely think each their own, but I find it quite scary. It was a, it was fascinating watch. I definitely recommend you go and watch it, but you know, do so with, with care and caution if you're not in a great place. Um, but it was also really frightening to me. Mm. So I mentioned it to you, you've seen it. Mm. What did you make of it? 
I actually could only make it through one episode because really? I was I'm don't I'm not I, I'm so squeamish. I don't like blood and guts, mate. And the second that they peeled this, like, I don't know what I was expecting from a facelift other than literally the surgeons, you know, scoring down the edge of your face on your hairline and lifting your face up. I saw someone's face being peeled off and it was I, I, I genuinely couldn't make it. And I saw like the trailers for the other episodes and and I just was like, I, I can't do this. It's a fantastic documentary, I think, because mm. it's showing this actual surgery happening. It's showing the realities of this surgery and the people, yeah. what they look like afterwards. And I think it's really interesting that it's been hosted by Olivia Atwood, who has had lots of treatments, is getting treatments done while this is all happening as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's done by somebody who likes it, but also is watching some of these procedures happening and being like, oh my God. I mean, there's one scene which is so graphic where they literally stuff her face like a pit, like she says, like a pit of bread. Oh, I can't. It was the eyebrow one where yeah. they took a chunk of her hair from the back of her head to keep the mm-hmm. hair follicles and put it where her eyebrows go. It, mm. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it took seven hours. So they sliced the back of her head, as you say, yeah. and then they and then they removed individual hairs. So much like a hair transplant that a yeah. lot of men have mm. for a receding hairline, they ha- they have that that she did that for her eyebrows. And I struggled with that one. And I also really struggled with one episode where a lady had a Brazilian butt lift, mm. and it cost her twenty six thousand oh, pounds. Okay. And listen, I'm probably gonna be really unpopular for saying this, but do you know what? Like, I am so sick of just not of not being able to have a voice. I think that that is really, really sad. I think that is a real shame, to be honest with you, that people feel the need to spend their money and the, have this massive risk of infection or death. Because let's be honest with you, BBLs, Brazilian butt lifts, people have died mm. from these procedures, Lauren. Like yeah. This is not fun and games. This is not a bit of lip filler, a bit of Botox. This is serious stuff. And do you know what really kind of I couldn't help get over as well that I thought the woman that did it, like, she can't even see it. It's <laughs> a good point. So like, who's, point. It, who's it for? Who's it for? Mm. And I think it's really important to just caveat right from the top here that when it comes to like tweakments and um, injectables and fillers and all of that, right, I think on a personal level, it's an individual choice. It's none of my business. It's nothing to do with me. You do what you want to do with your body, your body, your choice. But I think it's a kind of a reflection of like, as a society, we're fucked. So this is why we're doing this episode, guys, because it's it, so both Laura and I agree that body autonomy, it is your choice. It's your body. You do you. But then Laura and I kind of kind of split in that I semi sort of pro it because I think the only reason that I don't have Botox and fillers is because I can't afford it. If I could afford it, I would have Botox and fillers right now. We're going to talk about that. But what we want to kind of talk about is actually the reasons why people are getting them and the links that it has to diet culture and the similarities it kind of has. And the biggest issue I have actually with it, despite wanting to get it, is actually it being a trend. I think we'll get into that. But yeah. it's... <laughs> it's so hard. Laura and I, I think we're going to struggle with this episode because it's like, you want to just say, oh, you know, either cosmetic surgery is bad or good. Why are you doing it? And it's and it's more complex than that because where does the line stop? Because I remember mentioning this at, I think it was one of our live shows or something. And I said mm. that I'd had Invisalign in like 2020 and having that, what I think is, a, you know, is a cosmetic tweakment, I guess, changed my confidence. I do not know if I'd be the same person today 
as I was then. I'm not. I It, it was such an insecurity yeah. of mine. I paid three and a half thousand pounds to change that. And I'm a completely different person. Would do it again in a heartbeat. Is that considered a cosmetic? Where does the line go? And I and that for me yeah. was like, I changed that because I was really, really self-conscious of my smile. And I wanted what is considered mm. a perfect smile. And I got it and mm. I feel better for it. But yeah. then... Do you know what I mean? Where does that where does that line cross? It's so interesting. No, I get it. I get it. I sit here and I go, "There's nothing wrong with that." Mm. And if you'd have had a, like a bit of Botox, a bit of lip filler, I'd be like, "Again, I'd I'd say mm. there's nothing wrong with that either." There is no judgment from me on that, although it probably does sound like there is. And I think if I'm being really honest with myself, I think there is. Mm. Do you know what it is? It's because I look around, I look on social media, I look on the telly or Netflix, whatever, and all I'm seeing is people that are trying to look like Kim Kardashian, yeah. or they're just trying to look the same. Mm. And it just makes me really sad that we kind of have shied away from like individuality anymore. I think if you have a real insecurity about something, this is this is it. It's all we're already like, oh, but you know, I know. there's so, so many caveats to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, why not want to just make yourself look better if you can? But then I also worry it's a slippery slope. Yes. I don't like the fact that it's trend driven. No. I can't help but feel like lip fillers are gonna be the new, like the big duck lips mm. are gonna be the new skinny eyebrows of the 90s. I, I completely agree. And this is what is interesting and was actually interesting about that documentary was because of it being a trend. And actually the Kylie Jenner lips of six years ago are already going out. A lot of people are getting their lip fillers dissolved or making them smaller. This is where I struggle. I think if I would love to get lip filler, I may get it one day if I can afford it. I'd love to get some cheek filler in my in my face to lift up a bit. That's my decision. But I'm doing that because I want that for my face. I'm not doing it because it's a trend. I don't mm. think. Maybe we'll get into it. And, and I would love to have Botox in my forehead because I don't necessarily want the lines. I mean, whatever. This documentary gave lots of statistics on the trend of cosmetic procedures and tweakments. And a really interesting one that I found was that more than half of 25-year-olds think that lip filler is as normal as a haircut. The trend... Yeah. For getting lip fillers, I I don't I know so many people who have got lip fillers who are really young. Mm. I'm not talking thirties. Mm. I'm talking like late teens, twenties. Yeah, and that really worries me. I think there should be a minimum age of twenty one. It's currently eighteen. Mm. Maybe even twenty five. Uh, yeah, maybe. But again, if you can drink at eighteen in, in this country, like. It's when do you become an adult? I agree with you. I think that there needs to definitely be more um, safeguards put in place for, for people Massively. younger than it's 21. It's very unregulated. Yeah. It's just becoming so common and this is what scares me. So I was um, at the dentist a while ago and my dentist mentioned, oh, we're going to start doing Botox and in injectables. You, you should start thinking about having them. How old are you? No, I don't like and that. And I thought, how rude is that? No, how rude is that? So nice. again, it's just another another thing for us women to be kind of beaten beaten with a stick with, to be told like well, you need to do this. And my hairdressers, I have to say, have now upstairs in the hair salon, they're going to start doing injectables. So it's, it's going to be funny you said that as common as getting a haircut. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I'll just pop upstairs and I'll get this done as well. Mm. And I, that's what I don't like because I also think like just like you said earlier, it's also. I think another way of kind of not penalizing, but like making people who can't afford it feel worse because they're like, oh, I can't keep up with that. Can't do that. I'd like to, but can't. Mm. And that's another reason why I don't like it because you've got this kind of economic, like socioeconomic barrier to it. And, you know, if people want it and then, and then they can't, the whole thing just feels icky to me. And I just don't like it. I also though do have to say, 
I've thought about this a lot recently and I have to also recognize my privilege. So and this, this is a really difficult conversation to have, right? This is not me saying, sitting here saying, well, I look like Claudia Schiffer, so I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is there is nothing about my face in particular, no particular feature that I dislike enough to go and have anything done. And I think a lot of that has come from the work that I've done on myself with my body, my appearance in that I just don't really care. I like to have my eyelashes done. I like a bit of fake tan because it makes me feel good. But like, I don't have anything that I have a major insecurity about. So I'm really privileged and lucky in that. And I know that a lot of it comes from insecurity. And actually I was watching this documentary. I watched it again with Lottie, Bake Off Lottie, who stayed with me recently. She said, and I said, like, I was, I was being a judgy bitch. I was like, I hate the, the duck face look. I hate it. Like, I don't think it looks nice. And she said to me, what do you see when you see people like that? And I was like, I just see this. I just see instantly, I just see plastic and I just see fake and I don't like it. And she's like, see, when I look at them, she said, I see insecurity. Interesting. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting take on it. And Mm. that's why this is such a divisive conversation. And I don't want to, genuinely don't want to upset people. Mm. Um, But this is- The whole thing does scare me. It really, really scares me. But this is why we're having this conversation. And it's good that that it's you and me, because again, I would look at those people and, and kind of be like, not for me, but you do you. There are some people who absolutely love that look. And there's mm. and there's there's this thing where where the lips are so big that you can't close your mouth. I didn't think that was the goal, but apparently that's the goal. To have, there's a name for it to have this little hole in your mouth where it doesn't close. But I don't understand it because I don't want it. Or I am not so, like you said, I'm not so laden with insecurities about my lip that it's all I can think about. But I was so laden with insecurities about my wonky teeth that I did something about it. Yeah. So, yeah. But but I think there is a line of me going to a dentist, still spending a, a huge amount of money, mate. I couldn't afford, I put stuck on a credit card and we'll get mm. to the, the getting in debt for it in a second. Couldn't afford it. But that was not necessarily invasive cosmetic procedure versus having needles in my face or having things pulled and plucked. And, and that's more serious surgery that I think people need yeah. to consider. Botox obviously isn't that and to an extent fillers isn't, but that it is quite significant surgery to your face, which is really scary. Yeah. And yeah. I think it, for me, it probably comes down to the why, which is mm. what I have an issue with. I don't know if you'll say the why are you doing it? Are you doing it to look like Kylie Jenner, who is a woman in her young 20s who is so unbelievably fucking privileged beyond any realistic notion of the world who has everything available to her and you're trying to look like her yet you're somebody who works nine to five and has kids and has a life or has friends or does all this and you're trying to look like this person that is not ideal because it's not realistic. She's not being real. She she has not been realistic about what she's had done. None of the Kardashians have. And that's the thing. I think I have more respect for people like Olivia who are at least open about it and say like, I've had this done, I've had this done. Mm. And then you look at their before and after pictures and you're like, there's just no way that they would achieve that without surgery. So like, at least be honest with it. And I almost wonder, like, I'm, I feel so passionate about it that, you know, like how I feel about filters and things like that as well. I almost want it to be like disclaimed online, like people to like people that have got influence people celebrities mm. the, the people like that they're just creating these like they're not unrealistic beauty standards anymore they're impossible mm-hmm. and normal women are just thinking like well i need to look like that i need to look like that at great expense their mental health and their purse yeah 
and that's what I don't like. And they're also then going to kind of like backstreet people, people oh, that are yeah, not trained, no. people that don't know what they're doing and they're putting themselves at risk. And that, that again, that is a real worry for me. On one of the episodes about bums, there was one lady getting filler in her bum and if they inject it in the wrong place, it can get infected. You can get sepsis and you can die. Jesus. And this woman was like, oh, no, no. I mean, it can't it can't happen. And Olivia was sort of saying, well, actually, like I've done my research and like it can and it, it has happened. She's like, yeah, but it's only if you go like too deep into the tissue. But obviously that that is a risk. And this woman obviously does it day in, day out. But there will be so many people trying to make a quick buck, especially in the current climate and doing it and who aren't trained properly and putting people vulnerable people at risk yeah that i i will hard and fast that needs to be more regulated those people need to be uh, fined or prosecuted that are providing illegal services that is i can't there are no words for how angry that makes me and similarly the pressure that that puts on like you said to spend this money and get yourself in significant debt like you said that person's butt lift or whatever was like 26 grand this this yeah. is huge amounts of money, um, massive amounts, and 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 it and it can go wrong, and it and people die, yeah. and it's not like one or two people. It's it's huge amounts for this, like you said, impossible beauty standard that people who are far fucking richer than all of us and have every privilege and amenity in the world have, and we're trying to look like them, and and that yeah. that's where I get upset. <laughs> because it's not fair yeah because it's not permanent either it's not permanent mm. so you're constantly having to top it up and and keep up with it and and change it and that's what i don't like but you know going back to the what you were saying about like the risks it going wrong like there was that story recently wasn't there about that 20 year old oh, no. name was morgan ribiero she went to turkey for weight loss surgery and she died after getting an infection which led to septic shock oh, and that eventually led to a heart attack she was 20 20 years old she had weight loss surgery because she wanted to lose weight so badly she was so desperate to lose weight that she went she had this surgery and she died from the complications 20 years old it's just so sad that's that's the thing and obviously you know here we are talking about more surgery things and you know perhaps botox and fillers but there is just a very real risk here and again yeah. i always come back to the why of why you're doing it mm if you can't sleep at night or you everything about your life is so you have got such you are so self-conscious about something on your body and it hugely affects your life and in and all of that i think that's a, i think that's a fine reason i think there are lots of fine reasons to yeah, do it actually and i, agree and, with I you on and, that. and and absolutely fine if you want to do it i i don't care if you want to fill your face with anything i i don't care you do you my issue is if you're doing it as a trend, if you're doing it to look so- like someone, this is where we have issues. But then yeah. I don't know where that line is because I don't know if the reason I want to fill my forehead full of Botox so I don't have lines on is because so I look like J-Lo who's, fil- who's got filters on her photos and she's 50 whatever. I don't know. Mm. I don't know because it's so similar. With, it's so similar to diet culture, isn't it? You know, we've both said that if it was super easy, we would both want to be slimmer. But is that just because, you know, we're looking at the J-Lo's and the kardashians and they all look slim and look like they're having a great time i don't know what the line is because it's so Mm. unbelievably ingrained and it's so hard (sighs) because as women we are not allowed to gain weight and we are not allowed to age and so if we age gracefully there's that word again that we always hear age gracefully 
then, uh, you know, we're kind of, you know, we've told we let ourselves go and, and we're aging and whatever. But then if we do start to get like treatments or tweakments or cosmetic surgery, then you run the risk of, oh, she's gone too far. Yeah, she's gone too far. And so it, it just is a reminder, just like diet culture, like we cannot win as women, we cannot win. So I think you're right in that, like, you know, do it for you, not for trends, because the, the, here's the crux of it. Trends change. Mm-hmm. And this is what makes me so cross about women's body trends like you cannot change your body type, right? So, you know, 1950s, we had hourglass. Then in the kind of like before that, in the 20s, it was the kind of straight up, straight down. Then Twiggy brought that back in again in the 60s. Then, it, you know, in the 90s, it was the kind of supermodel, like Amazonian goddess, whatever. Then it was heroin chic after that. So what women did is like historically is they starved themselves or like did certain exercises or contorted their body with like corsets or whatever to conform to these trends. And and this is what I'm just, you know, concerned about. And and the other thing I, I think, and I've spoken to, to people about this, I spoke to people about this for the book, actually, who were saying that when they were younger, they were made fun of because they were African-American and they had big lips and they were bullied to shit for it. And they, they said to me, like, how ironic is it that like now the thing that they were bullied for is now in fashion mm. and in vogue and it's all trendy and that's what, what everybody wants. And this is why trends are bollocks. They're, they're bollocks, mate. And to have your body or skin colour or your, your traits be in trend like that, it must just feel so shit. Like that is, yeah. that's just really, really awful because also we all know that, you know, I'd love to, be sitting here mate in like 2034 and seeing what we all think about the big lip trend of 15 years ago do you know what I mean like like Mm. I I don't know how it's gonna go it's the trend bit and 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 interesting the other statistic that I wrote down because I just was like flabbergasted is Kylie Jenner at the time that she started getting her lips done led to a 70% increase in inquiries for lip filler that is not a coincidence but I understand because I look at her lips looking like luscious and juicy and fabulous and they look she looks sensational with um, lipstick on and, you know, these big looks, some do look fantastic. And I kind of want that as well. I've got quite thin lips and I'd, I'd love to have that. But a lot of those inquiries are coming from very, very young people, like teenagers yeah. and very early mm. 20s. And what I'm saying, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get that done at all. As I said, if I could, I probably would. It's just this trend part of it. And I, and we all know in a few years time, that's going to go like everything's gone. Interestingly as well, I read a statistic the other day that was saying that there was a massive increase in people inquiring about um, face injectables during and after the transmission of Love Island, specifically for 18 to 25 year olds. Really? That's And it just goes to show like these shows, these people, these kind of celebrities, they do have a, a, an influence and people, people are influenced yeah. and... I think they do have a responsibility. I agree. I was actually thinking about this earlier because as I said, at at some point in the next couple of years, I will get it. There's not a lot that can convince me otherwise. And it's like with somebody that has, you know, you know, a small community online, I feel like I have a, a responsibility and a duty to let people know that I've had that done. So if I'm, if people are telling me, oh, you've got really lovely skin, I'm not going to go, oh, it's a new night cream I'm using. I, I I should be honest. Yeah. So it doesn't matter for everybody else to necessarily be honest. But I think if you've got a, a following online, you should be honest, which is why there's a few people mm. that talk about that. So Louise Pentland, she's had Botox and there's a few other creators that have had Botox and or lip fillers and they're honest about it. 
and they look fucking gray. And I appreciate that because I know that your skin is not looking so taut and you're two years older than me, but it's okay because there's a, there's a reason for that. And, and I'm not comparing yeah. myself to you now anymore. And that's really yeah. helpful. I fully respect that. And I, I think that's the crux of it as well is when people lie about it mm. or worse, they're then like, I've been trying this new night cream. And yeah, this no, is I can't what's happened. You know, like, no, no, like we're really principled with what we do online and on the podcast. Like we don't just say yes to anything. We try it out first. And if we don't love it, we don't recommend it. Mm. Like we are really principled and I love that we do that. Sadly, other people aren't that genuine. Mm-mm. No, but I, th- I think you can see through it. If if you looked hard enough and you yeah. wanted to, I think you could see through it. But I think being honest about it, I think go for it. And we need to be realistic that that the world has changed. And I think if the availability of injectables, so Botox and filler, etc., was this high ten years ago, would would I've got it then? Would all of my friends be getting it then instead of now? Maybe because that would have been the way of the world. If it was in the nineties, would our parents have been getting it? Maybe it, it's it's sometimes like the way the world turns but again my issue is the safety of it the money of it and the reason for it and it just it yeah. that's the bit that that really worries me i don't think it's going anywhere i really oh, 100% don't think it's going not. anywhere no, no, no. i think and and the 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 program uh kind of alluded to this is that the amount of people that are getting their fillers removed or reduced has really increased but I think what people are going for now is this kind of more natural, just slightly tweaked, slightly honed mm. look. So it's more subtle. Mm. Um, again, personal preference, but like, again, it's just a little bit hard to detect sometimes and it can make you feel kind of worse. Like you say, when you're thinking, well, I look as fresh faced as they do. Um, but I don't think we're going anywhere. All I want is for people to just do it because they want to do it. Mm. And what I just also want is for people to like, not be sheep, like embrace your natural like face and features and stuff mm. and for us not all to look the same mm. but again want to it's, look the same. it's easier said than done isn't it because there are just some people I know, who want to change. I know. it's that's that's where the line is it's that you know we don't on the face of it we can say you know accept yourself but we both know that is hard that is so fucking hard if not sometimes impossible and for a lot of people it may help it may not we don't know it's really yeah, know. It, it's so hard i know and i also feel like a hypocrite because i've had my eyebrows microbladed because i've I get my hair dyed every six weeks because you know i whatever do you know what yeah. i mean like is that, is that thing, go, like, where's, where's the, the line? line where is the line yeah where's the line because it's like you know it, because you get you, we both do fake tan because we feel better why do we feel better because yes. we feel like we look better that's why mm. a lot of yeah. it, most of it is probably because we look better. You get your hair done. Why? Because you look, eyebrow, all of that is to look a certain way. So, so some, so, so some of these things are, are they're just really important parts of our lives. Like they are. So wanting to look better, that's fine. That's not shallow. That is normal. And some people's Absolutely. look better is just, is, I guess it's maybe that. And, and I know yeah. a lot of people in my life who have had Botox or fillers or stuff done to their face and they look fucking awesome. They really do. And they feel better and they're more confident for it. Um, but I, I guess it's the dangers and the money side of it as well that's a bit yeah scary. And and like you said, I'm I'm with you, mate, on the the trend thing and and not I don't want anyone to feel pressure to to do that to themselves if they don't really want to. And you said something actually recently 
and you were like at some point in time you thought about it yeah like even I felt the pressure I'm gonna be really honest now and sit here and say I am still feeling the pressure when my hairdresser told me that they were going to be offering tweakments I popped up on my Instagram because I follow the hairdressers and I had a look at the list and was thinking do I need any of that I scrolled down it and then I was looking at the prices and I was like, bloody hell. Mm. And then I was like, no, but that's what I mean is that it's because it's becoming so normal yeah. that I almost feel like I should because everyone else is. Mm. And I feel pretty content with myself. Again, and I understand my privilege in that. Also, fat don't crack. So I don't really have that many wrinkles. Not my experience. <laughs> Fuming. <laughs> But I have started to get wrinkles around my eyes and here. And I and I, I don't know if this sounds weird or vain, but I really like them. Oh, good. When I see them, when I see them in pictures or videos back and I'm like, oh, and I, 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 I'm not just saying that. That's good. Lie. That makes I me really, so happy. I like them. Mm. So I don't, yeah. The only thing that I, oh, that's, again, I sound like a hypocrite. I feel like I've got jowls and my face goes down. I've got really bad job. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind having that tweet but then I think can I be bothered and like the answer honestly is is no I, th- I think for right now that might change this is the thing we're all allowed to change well, our opinions change. and our minds on things um and I might be coming to you in five years with a whole face full of <laughs> lips like Carly Jenner and arse like Kim and I'll say like whoops I was wrong and mm. um, we are yeah we're all entitled to our opinion this is just mine and you can change it I don't know why I'm so anti it because it's fake when I've got fake hair fake eyebrows whatever I don't know it's it's hard it's, it's difficult it is net you could say it's the next level up but if you're getting it done safely you know a lot of people see botox as like preventative skincare which on the face of it it can be i'm not saying i'm not really? trying to promote that to you all i'm saying like it can be because if you started using it in your early 30s you are preventing some elements of aging because your face is not moving in those ways right and that's it where is the limit is it you know there is a, obviously a fucking difference between, you know, hair dye and getting a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, but of course. But it's all for the same goal, isn't it? To want to look better and nicer and all that kind of feel better yeah. and nicer. When you say to me that you want filler and like Botox and stuff because you don't like your wrinkles, like it genuinely makes me really sad mm. um, because I look at you and I think you're so beautiful and like we always say on the podcast, like the way you look is no, nice no, about no. you. And and it, it kind of it doesn't make me cross, but it like it does a little bit. Just fine, to be honest. <laughs> it doesn't make me cross with you. It just makes me like sad mm. and cross because I'm like, you don't need it. And it makes me sad that you feel like you do. And if you did do it, I wouldn't be mad at you. Mm. I just feel like sad that you feel like you have to. It's just down to, to personal preference and it's do I feel like I need it? Yes, a little bit. I think my face is fine and I don't really necessarily want to change it, but I do want it. But again, it's that, oh, I didn't think you need to do it. Do you know how often I heard that again after going back to having Invisalign and getting my teeth straightened? How often I heard, mm. oh, I didn't know you need, like, I didn't think you even needed to get them done. I never even noticed them on you, blah, 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 blah. It ain't nothing to do with what anyone else's opinion of you. And, and if anyone's yeah. had tweakments to their face i'm sure they've had and i think i've even said it to people like oh you didn't even need to get it done it don't matter about what i think about like it doesn't Mm. matter a damn thing i think i've probably mentioned this before if not again maybe we could talk about it more at another time but aging is just a really difficult subject i have an issue with it i'm i'm going gray because i can't dye my hair and i've had to be okay with that i don't necessarily have to be okay with my face aging quicker than i think 
I want it to. I know I'm hosting this podcast, guys. I understand the hypocrisy of me saying this and I get it. And like you, there's some parts of my face that I think is really sweet now with, you know, with the lines and actually the gray hairs, I actually think it's quite sweet. I'm not yet okay with my face drooping. And that's my personal preference. And that's, that's, that's me. And I don't notice it on anybody else. I've never noticed it on you or anything like that. And I might want to change that for me because mate, like there's so, there's so much noise around women hating themselves. Every single bit of life just feels like it wants women to hate themselves. And I've, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm very likely to be bigger in a bigger body forever and be fat forever. Cool beans. I've, I've sort of come to terms with that. This is kind of what I was going to mention it to you. And it's the fact that as and when I've saved up for it and I will be saving up for it, I'm not putting that on a credit card. I've got the option then to go and have filler and and maybe look not younger, but just like get rid of some lines and stuff. I have that option. And it's like, if we turn that into what we talk about on this podcast and about being slimmer, if there was that easier option, this has been fucking with my brain in the last week, mate. I'll tell you that leading up to this, like recording this, like, would we take that option? Is it because there's a relatively easy option of me walking into a clinic with a registered person and paying my money and getting it done that I can get the lines taken off my forehead, but there isn't this version here to make me slimmer but arguably like there is because we've got the influx now of the inject the other side of the injectables which is wagovi as mpic mm. which is a weight loss injection mm. but just like botox just like filler it's a temporary fix yeah. because they've only been licensed for use up to two years and all of the studies that have been done show that the majority of people i think it's in the 90 you know fifth percentile put on regain the weight and some people put on even more mm. So it's, yeah, it's a quick fix. It's it's a tough one, but I don't have any judgment for people that do it. I don't. Mm. I think that if you want to do it because, you know, I don't know, for a, a knee operation or because you want to have a baby or because whatever reason, it's fine. But all I'm saying is like, just be aware of yeah. it. It's a temporary fix. It's really hard. And I appreciate both in this conversation, both Laura and I have been hypocrites, but I think that is the complexity of this issue and also of self-confidence. It's not an A to B road, guys. Like it's not. And it's okay the fact that I've come to terms with the fact that I will probably be fat forever, but I'm not yet to to terms with the fact that I'm going to age, which is normal. And that's fine. I'm 35. Like that's fine. And it's okay that you don't love you know, the trend of, of, of cosmetic surgery and tweakments and stuff, but that you actually like changing some things about yourself to look or feel a certain way. I think that's fine. I don't mm-hmm. want any, I don't want, I don't want us to both leave this recording and then people to listen to it and feel guilty or feel bad that we've said things. God, no. Because no, it's no, just no, life. No, 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 Like I said, individual choice. Absolutely. You do you. It's just more of a, on a societal mm. level Percent. that I worry. That's all it yeah. is. That's all it is. And, you know, I think we should definitely do another episode on like the the weight loss injections and stuff, because there's a lot of chatter around those mm-hmm. as well. It's just about on a societal level. And I think, yeah, that's what I swear. That's all I worry about. Really. I agree. I, I, I do agree with you um, in that it just feels so different to 10 years ago. The increase in tweakments and inquiries being made and surgeries happening. It is hugely, it's not like by like 10% guys, like I said, 70% increase Mm -hmm. after Kylie Jenner got her lips done in inquiries into lip filler. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And maybe in 10 years time, it will be just as normal as 
getting braces or getting yeah. your hair done. Who who knows? And like I said, I, I, I may well like give you to it and think fuck it and like i said i'll have a face full of filler before you know Mm. it um and i'll happily eat my words on that if that is the case Mm. i just think like you said you hit the nail on the head look at the why if you want to do it for yourself fine to do it and if you can afford it and you do it on a in a safe way with someone who is registered then like fine just look at the why that's all you do you and please don't hate me because now I'm probably going to not sleep tonight thinking that I've said something wrong, but I'm allowed an opinion and don't come for me, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mate, you've been fine. And this was a difficult one because uh, it was people have a lot of feelings about it. And the, the people who go on to these mm-hmm. celebrities pages and say you've gone too far, they're really vocal and a lot of people yeah. really don't like it. But I think where we've tried to get to today is just talking about it in general, not trying to solve the world. We hope that we've kind of got most of everybody's opinions. But the the point of this is to say body autonomy, everything, auto- your body, your choice, you do you yeah. is, is where we got to. Yeah. And our opinions are just that. They're just opinions. Yeah. Great. Okay. Let's wrap up this one then. So yeah, in a nutshell, please don't cancel me. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're actually going to be answering some listener questions uh, about this over on our subscribe episode now. And I'm also going to be sharing some answers to a poll I did on my Instagram to see what the general consensus was around cosmetic surgery and tweakments. So if you want to listen to that, head to the episode description where you can subscribe for just one pound a week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It is a difficult subject, but I think... I think we did well, Laura. And no one's going to cancel you. You're fabulous. So. <laughs> and if you want more of us, you can give us a follow over on Instagram at GoLoveYourselfPod or get in touch on email, golove at crowdnetwork.co.uk. And we have a fabulous community group over on Facebook. Just search Go Love Yourself Community. Or you can listen to Go Love Yourself ad-free on Amazon Music. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.